Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back to my podcast, Hope Inspires Faith. This is another day to be excited about being among the land of the living. This is another day to have an opportunity to do better than you did yesterday. It's another opportunity to to make an impact in somebody's life. And it's just another day to be excited about just being in the world. Especially with so many things going on in the in the world, in the in the nation, in the communities. You know, sometimes you might look at it like it's it's nothing to be excited about and all the problems, but sometimes we gotta learn not to look at all the problems. We gotta look look at some of the good things, look at some of the blessings. And I, I, I believe if everybody look around somewhere in their life, they're gonna find something they can be excited about. Um, what the enemy try to do or what your mind try to do is is have you focused on on tragedies and and try to keep your spirit down but you don't have to receive that you don't have to accept that you don't even, you, you don't even have to entertain that you can you can override that get you a song on your heart sing a song get your favorite hymn or a favorite whatever whatever can inspire you to to just lift your spirits that's what you do um today i'm just gonna talk about a random subject um um, last night we had a had Bible study, and I've said previously that I'm a member of Living Waters Ministries in Midway, Georgia, and we had a minister training at a Bible study. And yeah, only I mean the main focus of everything was, you know, not not looking at other people, but but looking at yourself. The mistake we make a lot of times in life, we always looking at somebody else's shortcomings and and the things they do wrong and 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 their setbacks and we we don't even think about the fact that we got so many things going on within our own life that we need to be taken care of you know it's a it's a thin line between being a a sinner and 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 a and a christian for the simple fact that a christian is one step away from you know falling down and and being a sinner again if if you want to use that terminology but we have to know that we're all individual people and we all have to be responsible for our own actions. I, I have to be accountable for my life. I have to be accountable for how I treat people. I have to be accountable for the impact I, I make in the world, the people I'm around. I can't blame anybody else for the things I do because I have a choice. One thing we should know, we, we there's, there's good, bad, right or wrong, and we all have a decision to make. And it can you can be influenced by other people to make that decision, or you can stand up and make the decision on your own. And whether it's for to be right or, or to be wrong, that's your decision. But one thing we have to remember that we we all we all fall short. We we we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. One thing we do is strive to be the best we can be, and and that's that's our goal. If, if you're looking for perfection, then we're all going to be messed up because there was only one perfect man that walked the earth, and that was Jesus Christ. So we already know without a doubt that we're not going to be perfect, but we need to have a heart that's focused on being perfect. We need to have a heart that's focused on love. We need to have a heart that's focused on doing the right thing. I was joking with a fella the other day, and you know he was just talking about a situation, and we were just jokingly saying... And I was like, you know, how can you, how can you throw a rock when you're living in a glass house? 
which means you know you throw a rock at somebody else and it may hit them and it may fall to the ground but then they, they pick up that rock and throw it at your glass house they're gonna break your glass house so just like you can see what they're doing they can see what you're doing so that's what makes sense about you know not judging other people when i mean what right do we have and a lot of people say it's not judging you know you always get into a debate i'm, I'm not judging and and because i see what they're doing but then still it, right is right wrong is wrong every little thing that you do wrong somebody see it do they always put it up and throw it in your face one thing we have to learn that we we have to encourage people if they're doing bad if they're if they're failing if they're going through struggles we have to start learning to encourage them that that they can come out or they can do better but what we what we tend to do is point fingers at them and sometimes you make them feel worse some people get pleasure out of out of putting their thumb on people's head when they're down some people have pleasure in what they say putting salt in somebody's wound but that's that's not right i mean just plain and simple that's not the way we should act that's not the way we should be it's a thin line between love and hate it's something a terminology that's been out forever and you know it'd be like what, what what's so thin about it because if you realize in things that you go through life with friends with family i mean they can love you this minute but then soon as something don't go their way or as soon as you don't deliver something that they request from you then it goes from love to dislike and sometimes hate a simple a simple gesture of turning somebody down when they ask you for something could cause them not to speak to you for for years and years and years and you have to wonder why you know i've i've had discussions with people and and we've talked about you know people in their possessions and their money if I come to you as a person and ask you to borrow $50 and you tell me no and I know you know you have it the first thing I'm going to do I'm going to get mad and I'm going to get angry and say well you know you got it why you won't give me $50 but then if you look at it in a in reality that's your money and you do what you want to with your money so how can I get mad with you about your money I mean that's that that makes no sense so what i should learn to do is if i ask somebody to do something and it don't go in my favor they have a choice are people obligated to help you when you ask no they're not but it depends on the compassion in their heart or or their the status that they're in some people just really don't have it and when they tell you no you get mad and try to tell them they do we have people on the same job making the same money but yet if you ask them for money and they say they don't have it then you get mad but then you take home the same paycheck so if your bills consuming your money why come my bills can't be consuming my money but we don't look at it like that we always personalize things that to work in our favor and, and to take advantage of those situations and we can't do that and i mentioned earlier there's a thin line between love and hate it it we we as as a families friends we have to know that we're all going to be different we're all different people we got different mentalities and different attitudes when i was little i heard it somewhere i don't know where i heard it but i remember i heard it or young teenage i don't know 
it say fools fall out wise men disagree and then growing up you know you just make that statement make that statement but do we really understand what that statement means to me it means we're not going to always agree on things we're not going to always have the same ideas the same opinion but then does that make me wrong and you right or you right and me wrong regardless it doesn't matter i shouldn't get mad at you because you don't agree with what i say you shouldn't get mad at me if i don't believe what you believe but because we all got a choice to believe what we want but we take it so personal when somebody is, is come have a conflicting statement or the idea that they make us stop talking to each other for years that that is adolescent stuff that's childish stuff when we were children we lived as children when we become adults we start we should start thinking as adults we should start thinking that you know that there's going to be times in life where somebody's not going to agree what we say but do we stop talking to them for the rest of our life people have lived all their life and died hating somebody for one simple word or one simple phrase that come out of their mouth i can't do it and you'll get mad trying to figure out why they can't do it if they say they can't do it i mean that's pretty much the end of it and, and we can't get upset we should move on and also we 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 think about friendships and relationship friendship is friendship is very very important when you're talking about a friend now you have associates acquaintances acquaintances and those are just people that you come in contact with or or just connected to those people they come and go you don't take it personally when things don't go in your favor or, or whatever because you know they, they're, they're just people that you talk to in passing people that you see at work but you don't deal with you know outside of the job or you don't you don't deal with on a on a minute to minute basis once you clock out you go you don't hear from them no more until you go back to work but then when you talk about a friend the bible says a friend will stick closer than a brother now it's really 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 hard to pull yourself back up when you feel like a friend has hurt you or turned their back on you and and that is painful and that's tragic and that has caused so much bitterness and hatred in and people people were best friends at one point in their life but because of an incident they became enemies and not even talk to each other anymore for years and years why because they felt betrayed is when a friend doesn't come to your rescue when a friend is not there when you need them when a friend it don't listen to your problems you you feel like they let you down or they abandon you or they just didn't care and you feel like the friendship that you had isn't what you thought but we have to know that situations come for example i have a i have a friend that i met in i think it was 1991 and I, I worked at a job in, in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, and I was just getting out of the military. And getting out of the military, I, I didn't know about, didn't know anybody on the job. So when I get to the job, they give me a pretty good job, and they put me on this machine with this young man. And at the time, the young man he was, which uh, he was, he was different. We we came up in different worlds. I came up in the church uh, under the umbrella of parents that took me to church and gave me structure and disciplined me and kept me out of trouble. So I was what they call sheltered. 
in 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 those terms growing up but then he grew up he grew up running running the streets and and in the in the cuts and you know in the traps or whatever you want to damn it that's that's he grew up in those but then that's what he knew that's what was he was about at that time and they put us together in an environment and we were two different people from two different worlds and at the beginning you know he he looked at me because i wasn't like that he he developed a I guess he developed a, a, a attitude because he thought that I thought I was better than him because I didn't live that life. But that was that was so untrue to that was so untrue because that wasn't the fact. But because we we judge, we make judgment calls based on how we feel on the inside, not because how how it is or not because of or what it's like we make it based on our thoughts and our mentalities so as we begin to work together he began to realize that i wasn't what he thought and i was just a normal guy i was i was different you know i couldn't i couldn't judge him or i couldn't stereotype him because of the way he grew up and then we be start communicating and he actually came to me one day and he's like you know i thought i thought this and i thought that you know but but i was wrong that's how we make judgment calls and but then that's the way we are in society when i'm doing something that's different from what you do i mean the way we are people that's what people do they talk about you so I mean, that's just the reality of it. And you're going to feel that way anywhere just because somebody look. If we walk around in a certain area and you're doing something and we look at you, first thing you thinking in your mind, why is he looking at me? Why are they looking at me like that? But that's just the way it is. But getting back to that, as we begin to work together, you know, we became we became work co-workers. And as we start working together, you know, we realized we had a team concept. I mean, we totally supported each other because we was a two-man operation. So regardless of where we come from, regardless of our lives, if we wanted to be successful on that job and make our money and not get fired, then we had to work together as a team. So through working as a team, we began to communicate. And as we began to communicate, then we began, we began to just hang out after work to the point where you know we we did things you know we weren't perfect at that time you know it was just life so as we begin to form this relationship as friends and then all of a sudden it was like we started coexisting in the same area you know and then we would bring lunch and and he would share with me i would bring lunch i would share with him so immediately we became friends from two different worlds we became friends, but we don't realize the impact that 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 we have in situations until later on in life. Now, this was 1991, and as we begin to talk, he ended up meeting. I ended up meeting his mom, and you know, his mom, you know, she was she was so nice. What y'all want to eat, cook, you know, even even in my even in my imperfect life, which. I never claimed to be perfect. At one time, you know, we we used to hang out, sip a little bit, you know, 
drink a couple of beers or whatever the case may be because if i if i say i was perfect and i never done anything wrong then i would be deceiving you and i might as well quit talking now and, and get on get on out your ears and going about my business but that's not the case because we're all imperfect people striving for perfection so anyway as we begin to just hang together our bond began to grow and I, and all of a sudden you know we realized we we became like brothers and, and i'm still talking about a friend so as time went on we got closer and closer and and then you know as we needed to talk you know he would talk to me and i would talk to him and when he would go through rough times you know i would be there when i would go through rough times he would be there and through it all we became best friends and the best friends turned into brothers and and i'm saying this i'm saying that to say this that it doesn't matter where you come from if god ordains something it's gonna work out right so 1991 we became friends because the the job put us in the same environment 2021 we're best of friends to where we're closer than a brother because of of what we've gone through and the fact that we didn't judge each other on each even when i went through my struggles he knew everything i was going through but he didn't judge me through my struggles i didn't judge him through his struggles so that formed a friendship that's been everlasting and he's been some two things and and i'm gonna cover some things in the future concerning things that he's gone through and things that he he's conquered and and why he's one of the the greatest miracles of this time because of things he's gone through but that's a that's a whole nother segment but right now and even 2021 we're the best of friends when we call and talk on the phone whether it's one week two months three months it's always like we've been talking the whole time because we know we got different lives but then when we find time to come together and communicate then that's what we do we don't be like hey man you should have called me why you ain't called me you wrong you know i thought you was mad none of that comes it's like right then we're excited about talking and we just catch up and we laugh and we joke we're still talking about friendship but then even in the midst of having best friends it could have one thing that will happen in a disagreement and it will ruin everything we had it will be a tragedy for us to be as close as we are all these years from 1991 to 2021 and one simple statement of disagreement would cause us to ruin our friendship friendships and true true friendships are so rare these days you can't afford to lose one over over something that as petty as as a simple misunderstanding people live their whole lives and don't know what a true friendship is all about because they're so hard to find why because we're we're people who take advantage of opportunity we're people that take advantage of situations and a lot of times it's all about what what you can do for me that makes our friendship more so than what i can do for you so when you find that person that's willing to, to go back and forth go back and forth you give they give you give they give you better hold on to that because that's something that's very well friendships are so rare that you can live from birth unto death and not really have a best friend so if you have one you better cherish it 
because as the Bible says, a friend will stick closer than a brother. And you probably wonder why it says that because a friend don't don't feel have to be obligated, don't feel obligated because they're not blood. A brother or a sister is a blood relative, so it's because of the blood relationship that there may be a sense of obligation. But a friend, they're doing it because they'll want to. If they're loyal to you and your friendship, then that's because they desire it, not because they feel obligated because they owe you nothing and that's that's what makes that so special so if you got one you need to hold on to it because like i say many people don't in this day and time and earlier i was talking about looking at yourself and looking in the mirror and and thinking about who you are and who you're trying to become and it, it's so important a lot of times I talk about in my teachings and Bible study and what I have to do Sunday school, always talking about reprogramming your mind, reprogramming your way of thinking, because so many years we've heard it done this way. We've heard them say this that way. And that's what we believe. We don't believe things could change. We don't believe it can be a different way. We often make the statement. Well, it's been that way all these years and it's never going to change. I reprogram my mind to to not even entertain that. It may not change in my time, but it might change in somebody else's time. And I tell people many times, slow doesn't mean no. It only means it's not time for it. So if I'm looking for a change and it doesn't happen in my time, that doesn't mean it's not going to change. That that just means the time has not come yet, and that's what children that's 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 out there in the streets. You have to do what you have to do to show love. You have to show what you have to do. Do what you have to do to to show that you care. You have to communicate. You have to talk. You have to sow that seed. You know we talk about a lot of times that we don't we don't know what to do. I 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 don't know what to do. But somewhere there's somebody that you can talk to. That's where that friend comes in that's so important. That's closer than a brother. Because there's somebody you should be able to talk to. Whether it be a family member, a brother, a friend, a a pastor, or somebody that you can go to. And then if there's not, I know a man. That will listen to everything that you say and would not tell anybody, not tell a soul. When you pray, when you pray and you believe and you and you stand on the promises, God will hear everything you have to say. So you don't have to worry about God telling your business. So when it comes to a point where you don't got to that past, pray for your children, pray for your parents, pray for your your family, pray for your friends. Pray for your community. Pray for your nations. Don't leave anybody out because everybody is affected. If I just pray for, for my household, then everything outside that household can still affect what's in my household. So as I pray for my household, then I can, I pray abroad. And Lord, when, I, when my family go out into these areas, Lord, keep them covered. When my family go out to this, this school, to these jobs, traveling, Lord, keep them covered. 
and it's very important. And that's something we have to remember to do. But reprogramming your mind, reprogramming your mind, reprogramming your mind. Okay, it was this way, but it don't have to be. I did it this way last week, but I don't have to do it that way this week. So just reprogram your mind. Your thoughts, your thoughts control your actions. So if you pre-program your thoughts, then you could perform different actions. But if your mindset is the same, you're going to continue to do the same. But that is what's so important that going back to the first part of my conversation, looking at yourself, realizing what you need to do. And if you didn't get anything else from this conversation, remember, when you look in the mirror, we need to fix me first. Your word should be, okay, God, fix me. Okay, God, fix me. God, help me. God, deliver me. God, help me encourage myself. Lord, help me be positive in somebody else's life. And then that's when success will start. Can you imagine what it'd be like if everybody looked at themselves and, and got themselves right? So when they went out and they wouldn't have to look at nobody else because before I left home, before I left home, now not you. I ain't talking about you because I don't I don't know you like that. So I'm gonna talk about me. When I look in the mirror in the morning and say, Lord, get me right so I can be a true friend. Lord, get me right so I can be a witness for you. And I do that and my mind is reprogrammed and I believe it in my heart. So when I go out there, I can be effective. Can you imagine if each individual did that? If everybody looked in the mirror and examined themselves and then we went out, things wouldn't be so bad. And then when you get it, you can encourage the next person to do it. And they can see your life because they used to hang with you and they see the difference in you. So that would inspire them to know they could they could be different too. But it starts in me. It starts in you. It starts in us. We are all one big body in the world, but we're many people that consist in the world. And sometimes you have a toe ache, a finger ache, a headache, something connected to the body is gonna be out of whack. But then you do what you can to bring that hurt part into subjection so you can feel better as a whole. So let's start healing as a whole but it first start with examining yourself thank you for listening to hope inspires faith and continue to subscribe continue to listen continue to like continue to share with your friends because i believe there's something that was said that's going to enhance your life thank you for your time and enjoy your day evening night whatever moment of the day that you decided to listen and thank you Thank you. Thank you.